You really just want to be showing this content as if you are asking for nothing in return and you are literally just putting this on the internet because it is something you want to do out of the goodness of your own heart. People and brands who understand how to master this attention-grabbing content are the ones that are going to thrive in the digital space moving forward. Welcome to the Not So Kind Regards podcast where we are done with the digital fluff and pleasantries and are here to talk straight about business building and digital marketing. I'm your host, Maddie Avery, and in this very first episode, I am talking about a huge problem I'm seeing with all of your social media content for your business. And if you don't think this applies to you, you're the one that probably needs to hear it the most. But before we dive in, let's hear from our partners that allow us to be here today. This episode is brought to you by Birdcage Marketing a leading global strategic content marketing agency with heart. We work with big and small business to blend strategic content marketing with hands-on execution and consulting. Modernize your marketing approach, allowing you to have the right conversations with your customers at the right time. For the first time in months, we're taking new client applications. So to explore a potential partnership with us, book a call at birdcagemarketing.com.au. Now back to the episode. Thank you so much for joining me for our very first episode. And yesterday is a solo episode because I got a comment on TikTok this morning that made me really need to record a longer response to what this person was saying, especially because the person who commented this claimed to be a small business marketing advisor. And I'm so concerned that if our small business marketing advisors are saying things like what this comment said, then there is no help for any of you unless you are tuning into this podcast episode right here, right now. So if you are, congratulate yourself because you are going to be ahead of 99.9% of the other businesses in this world and you will be able to reap the benefits thinking in a much more strategic and future-focused way. I want to show you exactly the framework that we use that helped us come out of this really terrible time last year where we were $85,000 in debt and we were losing clients by the week simply because we couldn't maintain the results that we were getting for them previously because things had changed so dramatically. For a lot of you, especially if you're working in the bigger corporate, I know it feels like one day you just woke up and everything was completely different and now you have no idea how to get to where you need to go. It feels like you missed the latest iPhone updates and now it is just too much of an update for you to get back on the level and it's probably time to just buy a whole new iPhone. And then considering the fact that we are so hyper-connected and have so much ease with which to purchase products and services, it makes the digital landscape exceedingly difficult for a business who doesn't know what they're doing, who doesn't know how to stand out and who doesn't know how to connect. And that is most of you. I'm yet to find a brand before we actually start working with them that 100% knows exactly how to make their audiences do what it is that they want them to do. They may be, generally speaking, brands are quite good at getting an audience to like them and to build trust with them but they are not very good at getting the attention of audiences in the first place and probably a little bit better, but still not as good at getting people to actually buy their products or their services. Let's talk about when things actually changed. I would pinpoint it back to probably 2020 is when 
the biggest shifts start to come into play. We were just at the beginning of the pandemic. TikTok was on the rise because we were all locked in our homes. The way we were consuming media completely shifted. We have shifted from the growing up of the internet and discovering all the new possibilities that could possibly exist and the connections we can make to now shifting into the AI space, which is improving and making better what it is the internet is capable of. And because we have now hit this peak limit in where we are with the internet, we are so connected. We are so connected to other people. We can literally create micro communities with the most niche topic or idea that we want and have a huge community of thousands of people simply because we can reach so many more people. And we can also buy whatever it is that we want with the click of a finger. This means that whilst there are so many more people that could possibly buy your products and services, there's also so much more competition. And the fact we have shortened attention spans, your customers do not want to be sold to. They want to buy from you. They enjoy purchasing. They enjoy solving their problems and they enjoy buying products and services which align with the identity that they are trying to create. What they don't enjoy is being sold to when they don't even know who they who you are. It's like getting proposed to on the first date or even before. It's just, it's giving your coming on too strong. What we need to do is actually work with human behavior rather than against it when we do your digital marketing. Because digital marketing has the power to allow you to touch your customers at every stage in the customer journey, starting at from the point where they've never actually heard of you before and they don't know that you exist. You can get in front of them at that point and engage with them and connect with them in such a way that they then stick around, they get to know you, and then you can literally sell them anything. So what is it that actually upset me so much? It was a comment on a TikTok video of mine where I talk about the importance of not always talking about your brand through your social media. This person who commented said that that is in fact incorrect. And when she engages with social media content from a brand, it is because she has been on their website and then wants to go and see the product or the service and how it applies to a real life situation. That is the old way. The power of social media and especially TikTok is that it encourages brand discoverability. The whole premise of TikTok, the For You page on TikTok, is about helping you find new people or new creators or new brands to engage with that you want to engage with. So the answer is quite simple. Become a creator or become an account that people who will most likely buy from you want to engage with. You need to be creating top of funnel or as I like to call it, attention grabbing content through content which is either controversial, relatable or aspirational and does not have a sales call to action. What is important about top of funnel or attention grabbing content is that its own, its sole purpose is to get the attention of the people who will down the track become paying customers. But at this point in time, that is not what you are trying to do with them. You are just trying to get them to stop scrolling and pay attention to you for 90 darn seconds so that they can see the value that they could get by engaging with your business. I'm not saying that product focused content doesn't apply It absolutely does, but it should only be 30% of your content, 20% of your content even. Majority of your content needs to be is this attention-grabbing content. 
This is all what we go through in Birdcage Marketing School. This is one of the pioneering elements of our framework, but I'm going to break it down for you right now on this podcast because it is vital that you understand this before you go and engage in any sort of digital marketing campaign, whether that's DIY or whether you're dropping a bomb on working with an agency. If the answer is not to be using social media the old way, and when I say the old way, I'm talking about posting static photos, using written customer testimonials, talking about Dave was really great in his service or meet Dave or even, hey, this is a product or service we sell. That is the type of stuff that I'm talking about that is completely irrelevant. And if you think that you can go onto AI or you can go and hire someone off Fiverr to create that kind of content for you, I'm going to tell you you're better off just keeping that money or keeping that time and not bothering at all. You might as well not post. Honestly, you should probably not post. The only time social media becomes relevant for your business is when you are able to attract audiences in the first place to your company. As I mentioned, attention grabbing content needs to be either controversial, relatable, or aspirational, or it can be a mixture of all three. The reason why it needs to be those things is because that is the easiest way I can explain to our clients of how to add value into people's lives. Because really all I'm trying to say is you need to be providing a value exchange in order for audiences to want to watch you. And by offering controversial content that is allowing people to either have be challenged with how they think about things and maybe gain a new perspective or they're grabbing the popcorn and seeing what's going down in the comments so it becomes entertaining. Aspirational content because it is aligning with their future identity or who they're trying to be. So if they're engaging with content of me driving my G-Wagon, then that's because they also aspire to have a luxury car. And if I engage with Maddie, who drives this car and who shows me this, that means that I'm one step closer to getting what I want. And finally, relatable, relatable content. I guess that goes without saying that's because all humans, we are all just trying to seek out a human connection here. And relatable content makes us feel a little bit less alone. And we can look to the people that post this relatable content and think, okay, yeah, they're just like me. I'm not alone. They get me. I'm going to hang around. What top of funnel or attention grabbing content does not have is a sales call to action. And that is very, very important. I don't even, I would say don't even bother with an engagement call to action. And for those of you who don't know what a call to action is, a call to action, especially a sales call to action is usually something like visit the website to shop now. It is something where you are literally telling your customers what they need to do next. You really just want to be showing this content as if you are asking for nothing in return and you are literally just putting this on the internet because it is something you want to do out of the goodness of your own heart. People and brands who understand how to master this attention grabbing content are the ones that are going to thrive in the digital space moving forward. Before discovering the strategic content marketing framework we now use for ourselves and all our clients, our results were unpredictable, hard to replicate and put simply, just not as good. If you're a startup or small business, feel lost with your digital marketing but aren't ready to work with an agency, Birdcage Marketing School will teach you the exact formula we used to take us from $85,000 in debt last year to $60,000 in profit a month. Self-paced, on-demand, 
and featuring an online community with live sessions and so much more. Birdcage Marketing School will pay for itself within weeks, if not days. Join us now to fall in love with strategic content marketing and start building the business of your dreams. Visit birdcagemarketingschool.com to find out more. Now back to the episode. The conversation I was having this morning with one of my Avery Academy students, so a fellow freelance marketer who I am coaching with their business, is that brands content actually needs to be more like their own Netflix platform or their own streaming service where your viewers, your audiences could go onto your page, scroll through the type of content that you have and decide what is it that I want to watch today? Do I want to learn something? Do I want to be inspired by something? Do I want to feel related to something and connected? Do I want to know about the new products or services or offers that they have to sell? Do I want to learn more about where they came from and their brand story? Do I want to learn about what their other customers are like? That is how I want you to think of your TikTok account, your Instagram account, and even your Facebook and your Pinterest accounts. That is the type of mix that your content should be delivering. I know from the Birdcage Marketing School live session that I had yesterday, everybody really enjoys when I give examples of what I'm talking about because I know that what I'm discussing with you, it's not ultra simple social media 101. I try and make it that as much as possible, but I respect my audience too much and I know that you guys are capable of so much more and so I want to bring in a lot more sophisticated concepts for you to leverage so that you are better than 99.9% of the other businesses on the internet. So let's make this simple by showing you exactly what I mean when I'm talking about the old way of doing social media versus how I think you should be doing social media now and what we know to work. Let's give the example of an accounting firm. In the olden days, back in 2018-ish, an accounting firm would post something like a still image on Instagram that says tax deductions and then go write caption about make sure your tax deductions are legal and this is not considered a tax deduction, blah, blah, blah that type of thing. So that's what they would call educational advice. And they would have these pillars, entertaining, educational, sales promotion, and brand awareness. That's how we used to do it. So you'd post like an educational post like that, an entertaining post, a picture of, for example, a meme, a funny meme, a lol meme that people can relate to of someone from the office, for example, doing something funny. Oh, laughs on a Friday. In terms of sales promotion, it would be Book your discovery call to discuss our counting options now. Brand promotions post, it would be, we started in 2001 after our director Peter took a leap of faith and started his own company. Now we are where we are today. That is the type of content that was okay to post back in the day. It was. It was the bare minimum, I feel. I think you could probably do better than that. I'm doing examples off the top of my head. But that was the structure and the type of content that was okay to post. And there's so many of you still doing that. And I say it in a sarcastic voice, so it kind of sounds funny, but go and scroll (laughs) your feed. Well, you probably won't find them on your feed because they're not going to pop up because they're not high value enough. But if you were to go into a local business or even an online store that all they talk about is in your arrivals, that's what they're going to be showing. And if you're doing that, stop, stop wasting your time. Don't even bother posting, honestly. If your social media manager is telling you or is making posts like that, like what ones I just mentioned, it's because it's easy for them to do from the safety of their agency desk 
What is more difficult is to coach a brand to get good content coming from inside of their business. That is what is difficult, but that is what we do with our clients. Now, the way that we do it is that we create the social media strategy and that alone is an absolute work of art. And if you tell me you have a social media strategy, but you haven't worked with us or you haven't done it our way, I guarantee you it's no good. I'm yet to see one that is actually any good. We can maybe build on what you have. So instead, what we do is we do their social media strategy. We then put together their content planner and we will give them direction on exactly what it is that they need to supply us with because you need to supply us with content from within your business in order to be able to connect with your customers. There's no way about it. You can't just completely outsource your content creation. We could come into your business and shoot it for you, with you, with your staff. That's something we do as well, but you can't just sit back and not contribute. So this is just some examples of what, again, this is not a real client, but this is off the top of my head for financial services, what we could do. My personal favorite approach to top of funnel or attention grabbing content is using controversial angles. And I'm not saying that you need to be controversial just for the sake of being controversial, but the way that you position something, I want it to feel like it's challenging preconceived notions. I want you to feel like it's challenging the ideas that people might have about something. So if you're an accountant, for example, you might say something like, you should be paying tax. That could be your hook. The hook is extremely important. So if you had a hook that was, you should be paying tax, and then you go on to create a video about where the person was not keeping their tax deduction records properly or where they were working with a previous accountant and they weren't claiming all of these things that legally they should be claiming, then you would say, if you're not doing all of that stuff and if you're not smart with your money, then you should be paying tax. Do you see how I've angled that like that? What that does, if someone were to pop up on my feed saying you should be paying tax for someone who pays a decent amount of tax, I'd be very upset with you and I would probably want to hear you out. And then I would hear you out to the end and I would be listening to all the to the story that you were telling me and then I would be like, oh, okay, well, this accountant clearly understands. I'm going to follow them or I'm going to like this post, or I'm going to save this post, and then the algorithm will bring them back to me. Now for the middle of funnel, so this is trust building content. This is all about showing your authority, showing your expertise. And the way that I would be doing that is probably by educating my clients a bit more. So I'd be talking about perhaps advice that you may have given a client, obviously keep all the details private, advice that you've been giving clients about ways to structure particular things with their accounting or showing the types of software that you might use or the types of work that you do, the types of services inside your business. We're not selling anything here. We are just building trust and showing that you actually have a viable, legitimate business that does things for clients and that you know your shit. Now, at the bottom of Funnel, that is all about conversion-based. So that is when you are actually allowed to talk about selling and have a sales call to action you would be mentioning something like, we currently have availability to take on three more small business clients, book a discovery call. That type of content is going to get a lot less views than the stuff at the top, but that is the whole idea. That's how it becomes a funnel or that's how it becomes a customer journey. Your people are expected to drop off along the way and only like 2% are considered a decent conversion. 2% of the people that you engage at that top of funnel level or with that or with that attention grabbing content that is 
they are the amount of people that are going to convert into becoming paying customers. So you can understand now the importance of how many people you get in at that attention level, because that will directly influence the amount of people that will be able to become paying customers and pay you money. It's normal to feel like, I'm a little bit out of my depth now. I don't know where to turn next. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing next. Completely normal. You have to remember this process and this approach. I've been doing marketing for 15 years. I've been owning my own business for eight of them. And I have been obsessively looking at TikTok for the past 18 months. If you don't understand it, don't be scared of it. I want you to lean into it harder. What I would recommend doing is looking at First of all, my TikTok content, because there is a lot of bite-sized advice around funnels, customer journeys, attention-grabbing content, all of those things. But really what I want you to do at this point is just shift to thinking about how you can create more attention-grabbing content. Biggest priority for you as a business, unless you have the amount of followers that you want forevermore, but the biggest priority for you and any other business is actually your attention-grabbing top of funnel content. This is content that gets people to know your name in the first place. This is content that will stand out to them when they are scrolling the For You page at a rapid pace, getting hit with all types of hooks, call to actions, faces in their face. You need to stand apart from that. And I'm not saying that you need to stand apart from everyone else on the internet because that's quite impossible, but I want you to stand apart the customer that you're trying to attract because your content should be both a magnet and a filter to ensure that you are getting the right people coming to your accounts, following you, engaging with you so that eventually they are the ones worthwhile nurturing because they will then purchase. Don't worry about the middle of funnel, bottom of funnel, the trust building, the conversion based stuff at this point, because if you don't have attention grabbing content in the first place to get the attention of your audiences, you're not going to be able to nurture or convert them anyway. I also encourage you to really think outside the box and feel like you want to post about a particular topic that would resonate with your audience, but it actually, it isn't about your business. Go and post that. Please go and post that. If anything, that is exactly the type of content that I need you to be posting because that is the perfect example of attention grabbing content that has nothing to do with your business. It may seem counterintuitive. Trust me on this one. And if you really want to know more about all of this and actually have a proper strategy in place, then this is exactly what we teach inside Birdcage Marketing School, where you can learn from start to finish our process on demand. Or if you want to work one-on-one with us, we have marketing coaching as well. We can just do your overall marketing strategy for you and then literally just tell you what to film and then edit everything for you and get it posted. So it just depends on what your appetite is for learning versus outsourcing, but please just go out there and try a different approach. And if you stay consistent with it, you will see a difference in the engagement that you're getting. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Not So Kind Regards podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, we would really appreciate if you left a review on whatever streaming platform you are using. It helps us to grow as a brand new podcast and to help many more business owners and content creators reach their goals, just like we hope this brought you one step closer to yours. Remember, connect with us on TikTok at Maddie Birdcage and at Birdcage Marketing and the same handles on Instagram again. And if you really want to learn how to work with us, make sure you head to our website 
and book a call. We would love to speak with you.